Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Many of you know I am not a fan of Ronna McDaniel. I do blame her, as stated before, for the loss of many Republican seats. It should have been a red wave months prior to November 8th. On Twitter, I mentioned to her many times she should step down for the good of the country, for the good of the party. If we were to lose either the Senate or the House, I did in fact blame her. And I still do today. So apparently I'm not the only one voicing the similar opinions because many are asking her to step down. This is your host, Laura Marie. And talk on the street, we have Mike Lindell, who wants to put his hat into the race for Ronna McDaniel's position, and also Lee Zeldin. Both, I think, would do fantastic. But in my personal opinion, I happen to like Lee Zeldin a little better due to his experience. <laughs> However, Mike Lindell is extremely gifted at advertising, so the two of them together would be a perfect force to reckon with. I did get an opportunity to listen to Lee Zeldin this morning, and I'll play that for you in just a moment. But he did put out a statement, and I wanted to read this for you first. And I quote, Not only should the Republican Party compete in all 50 states and ensure we are driving up turnout within our base, but we also need to go to all communities, no matter how blue they are and advance our proposals on education, upward economic mobility, housing, mental health, public safety, and more. This means making sure people know what we stand for and not just what we are against. I thought that was so crucial. Talking about going to all 50 states, Ron and McDaniel only talked about going to two states that I know of. And then after the election, she was apparently in Arizona and Nevada. Where was she beforehand? And where is she now? Why isn't she in Georgia? I haven't heard anything from her. Have you? Herschel Walker is asking for donations directly to his campaign. All I know is I refuse to donate another penny to the GOP until she is gone. And I used to donate a lot. In my opinion, Ronna McDaniel is just like her uncle Rhino, Mitt Romney. So the New York Congressman Lee Zeldin is the favorite. He is getting some serious major backing from big name Republicans and donors to be the next chair of the Republican National Committee after he nearly defeated Kathy Hochul in his deep blue state of New York. I actually thought he was going to win. And I still believe because of his intense, serious campaigning, four seats flipped. And I believe he had a lot of contribution to it. And think about it, the globalists who rigged this election, and I seriously believe that, just like many of you, they would have taken the House if those four seats they did not anticipate in New York, one in Oregon and one in Washington, flipped red. They didn't anticipate that at all. And if they had, they would have kept the house. That's my opinion. Strong opinion. So here's the clip I promised you from Lee Zeldin. I think it's really important as we look forward that Republicans are not just saying what we're against. Joe Biden is playing to criticize uh, Democratic Party 
policies, plenty to criticize, but what do we stand for? If you want to create a movement, the movement is based on uh, telling people what they're investing in, what they're getting by electing a Republican president, a Republican Congress. Uh, that's how you get that next level of energy and enthusiasm. And to that point about going to blue areas, now listen, if you're trying to compete in Pennsylvania, for example, you could say, well, we're not going to go into Philadelphia because we're going to get creamed there. So we're just going to go everywhere else. But what we need to better understand is, is that these media markets, like the Philadelphia media market and plenty of others, obviously New York City, the, the people who are getting the news in the suburbs, they care about that city, they care about those issues, you can drive what the earned media is about. Uh, and I'll tell you that there are a whole lot of Democratic voters who when you show up say, wow, we've been waiting a really long time for you to be here. They're, they're ready to hear our message. And there are a lot of people who are ticket splitters or maybe even lifelong Democrats who are ready to try something different. We all know that Lee Zeldin did a phenomenal job in the state of New York. What he and his campaign achieved in New York City was beyond expectations. They did very well. So how would Lee Zeldin try and spread that same achievement across the country. And this is what he said. So clearly, candidate recruitment, uh, campaign manager uh, talent, uh, the way that they are prepared to lead, uh, the ability to fundraise and also ex uh, spend money efficiently uh, to ensure, as we were just talking about with the messaging, uh, that we are articulating what we are for that's important, leading into election laws. I'm someone who is against ballot harvesting. It shouldn't be legalized anywhere. But in a state where Democrats legalize it, well, then Republicans need to do it better than the Democrats are doing it, make them regret passing it in the first place. I think that the election efforts uh, are certainly important as well. Collaboration, I'm a military guy. It's about not just you know top down, but also bottom up, being in touch with the grassroots, engaging them, volunteers, voter registration. There's just a lot more that we as a party need to do in order to ensure that we are most competitive in 2024. But you know what? Work ethic. Is, is key and, and ensuring that we're not just going to the, to the places where we do the best uh, to improve and increase Republican engagement and turnout, but to go to places where they haven't seen Republicans in a really long time. And I'll say, when you go to a, a black community or an Asian community or a Hispanic community, the key isn't to show up and say, vote for me. I love black people. I love Asian people. I love Hispanic people. What they want to hear is that we care about the safety on your streets. Here's our ideas to make it better. We care about the quality of education for your kids in school. These are, these are our ideas in order to make it better. It's our ideas, our positions of why we are Republicans and carefully and uh, talent and putting talent in the way that we articulate it to ensure uh, that all of these people who have voted Democrat in the past are willing to try voting for Republicans in 2024. I know that was a little lengthy, but I just feel it's just so important for those who didn't get the opportunity to hear Lee Zeldin to know what he's really about to run the GOP. Because if he actually is going to do it, which I believe he's going to, he also made a comment about he's going to announce whether he's going to run for the bid for Ronna McDaniel's position to run the GOP after December 8th, the runoff between Warlock Yes, I said Warlock. <laughs> he is such a fraud. And Walker. I'm going to go ahead and play another clip from Lee Zeldin so you can hear in his own words instead of mine, expressing his view on election integrity. So 
I mean, the election integrity is something that should be very important to everyone, regardless of whether your candidate comes in first or second. Uh, as we go forward, we should be having a conversation because uh, we should be finding ways to make it easier to vote and harder to cheat. Uh, so if there's somebody who has some type of uh, verified, confirmed complaint, we should be able to hear them out so that we have more trust in the process. But what a lot of Americans want to see in going forward is that this conversation is about the elections that are in front of us. Uh, and learning lessons to make sure that, that we are tightening election integrity is key. I'm someone who's in favor of voter ID in all 50 states. I'm against ballot harvesting anywhere for sure. Uh, but the, the Republican Party needs to lean into early voting where it's legalized, lean into ballot harvesting uh, where it's legalized, because otherwise you're going to see Democrats winning a whole lot more elections. But election integrity should always be important for everybody. If Lee Zeldin does put his name into the hat for Ronna McDaniel's position, and I do believe he will, we're going to see a whole new enthusiasm for the GOP like we haven't seen in a very long time. I believe he could break records with campaign donations. So again, here's Lee Zeldin in his words. My, my priority right here is that er we need to send a message to everyone in Georgia. If you're a Georgia voter, get out and vote for Herschel Walker on Tuesday. I don't want to distract from that. Uh, once Tuesday's election is behind us, uh, I, I will be uh, deciding and announcing that publicly. But I'm going to take away from that focus between now and Tuesday. That sounds pretty promising to me. And I hope it does to you too. He has my vote. Can you imagine the enthusiasm back in the GOP and the money that would be flying in for candidates across the board, across the country. We already have Donald Trump, who brings so much enthusiasm with his rallies. But the poor guy is being attacked by the DNC and the deep state. And I'm not sure if how many of you guys know this or not. If anybody watches Fox News and periodically see Lara Trump on there, you won't be seeing her there anymore. They did, in fact, let her go the day after Donald Trump announced he was going to be running for president in 2024. Moving on with Twittergate flooding the airways, basically on conservative talk radio or on Fox News. They are actually covering it. Newsmax own, of course, Twitter. Truth Social and miscellaneous people on Facebook and other social media outlets. I thought I would start off with the Lee Zeldin with the RNC taking Ronna McDaniel's place, giving us some optimism for the RNC. But I did want to talk about the Twitter takeover and what Elon Musk has revealed because it is very important and it's very disturbing that the man says he is not suicidal. It's not even a thought in his mind. And if something were to happen, it would be fake. That's pretty sad. So when we come back, we're going to talk more about Twittergate. We'll be right back. Welcome back. With Elon Musk purchasing Twitter, it's clear that he, he bought a Democrat super PAC, not just a social media company, but almost like a crime scene. And think about it. Twitter's one. All the mainstream media, each station is another PAC. Planned Parenthood is a PAC. The DNC is a PAC. The FBI, the DOJ. And can you only imagine how bad Google is and Facebook? We've all been silenced as conservatives. And we knew that it was really bad. But what Elon Musk has revealed to us the proof 
<laughs> gives us validation. The information he exposed rippled elsewhere. So it's not just a Twitter story anymore. It's a media story with all these reporters, all from which we learned from Twitter are Democrats, 99%. We now know that Joe Biden is not a legitimate president. We knew that already, but we have so much proof. And it's just the beginning. Elon Musk has says he still has a smoking gun, quite a few, he will reveal. But he needs to do it in moderation over time. And of course, the left is screaming foul. You know, he was their darling when he was just a car maker for electric cars. And now that he's pulled back the curtain on Twitter, <laughs> you know and I know he is instantly the bad guy. Remind you of somebody else? That's right. Donald J. Trump. They love that man when he was a Democrat, when he was donating millions of dollars to their campaigns. They would beg Donald J. Trump to invite them to one of his lavish parties. But as soon as he ran for president, remember, the media loved him. And the second he won the nomination for the Republicans, they turned on him so vicious and it hasn't stopped to today because he is such a threat. Now we have Elon Musk, the next threat, and they are going to turn on him, which they have in vicious, insane, scary ways. And why he said <laughs> he's not even thinking about suicide. It's not even a thought. Once you wake up to what the Democrat Party of today is all about, you do turn into a Republican and you never go back. And the thing with Elon Musk, same as Donald J. Trump, President Trump, is they have so much money, they're billionaires, they can't be bought. And that drives the globalists crazy, making these men a major threat and must be stopped at all costs. Once they wake up from their elite bubble, and realize what the Democrat Party is really up to. They never go back. And that, too, is a big threat to today's communist Democrats. And last night, Elon Musk came out and said it, that this, in fact, constitutes election interference. This is what he said. Twitter is doing one team's vetting before an election, shutting down dissenting voices, um, on a political election that is the very definition of election interference. And what the hell else would you come for? It's like, yes, um, you know, the, the, frankly, Twitter was acting like an arm of the Democratic National Committee. It was absurd. You know, what happened, what happened after the, the election? What, what, uh, what, what, you know, how much government influence was there? Um, yeah, that's like there's this whole sort of move to create a disinformation ministry, which was insane. Um, and like George Orwell is turning in his grave. Wait, wait, did you do you those things? George Orwell's 1984 is supposed to be a warning, not an instruction manual. I've got to go out and get the George Orwell book from 1984. Many of you have already read it, but I have not. I haven't had time. But I bet many are going out to the store to buy that book right away because <laughs> of what he was referring to. 
I'm not sure many of you guys are aware, Elon Musk produced a bunch of documents on Thursday exposing the corruption of the DNC, the FBI, Joe Biden, and even Katie Hobbs from Arizona has been part of the corruption to rig her election and why she didn't even have to try to campaign or do a debate. She already won. She was also in on this Twitter to silence conservatives in Arizona. So Elon Musk had a Q&A yesterday on Saturday. It was only supposed to be open for two hours for the public. And it was a question whether or not he was going to participate or not. And all of a sudden he chimed in. He was in his private jet using Starlink (laughs) as his internet service to get on there and blew a lot of people away. It was so inspiring. And he was said he was only going to be on for 30 minutes with everybody. There was over, at one time, there was over 100,000 people listening. And he ended up staying on for two hours. Again, who does that sound like? President Trump. That is exactly something he would do. So though Elon Musk wants to make Twitter profitable, which taking it private makes it difficult. If you listen to him, it's far more important to him for the future of our country and our First Amendment and free speech, which is being squelched. And by buying Twitter and changing it, he has an opportunity to hold other media companies accountable. And the beginning of revealing the deep state and how corrupt Joe Biden is and how they stole the election. He knows it while he sits there and lies every time he opens his mouth. And think about this. Barack Hussein Obama is just as corrupt. He knew how corrupt Joe Biden was, and he still picked him for his VP so he can get away with even more corruption. Who better to pick than Joe Biden? The liar, the fraud, the corrupt anti-American, out for himself, person that he is. But the best part is now we have proof. No more speculation, conspiracy theories. We have actual proof. So how long before Katie Hobbs is wearing an orange jumpsuit? How long before Joe Biden? How long before we have any accountability? But this is a good step in the right direction. We just need to spread the word because the mainstream media is not covering this. And with that, I hope you guys have a great night. Thank you so much for tuning in. Because remember, I am our voice, the people's voice. We the people. If you'd like to reach me, I'd love to hear from you at www.talkonthestreet.net. God bless you. God bless America. You're listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.